here it's just tom and derek today it sounds like greg is uh what is he out buying a car is that what i heard he's out buying a new vehicle yeah it's about five years overdue i've never met a human who has had more problems with cars not just greg the entire ambrosia's family it seems like has so many issues with cars but yeah greg definitely needs a new car it's long overdue so hopefully he buys one today i told him to buy one last week he didn't listen to me his wife told him to buy one too he didn't listen to her either so Hopefully he buys one today because he's got a lot of driving to do. He's got to go a lot of airport driving for the next couple of weeks. Yeah. Now, are these are these car problems having to do with them not being good drivers, or is it just no, the automobile? No, 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 no. I'm not. I'm not. Not suggesting that. I've never driven with anyone other than Greg. He's gotcha. a fine driver. But uh, no, it's just it's a string of crazy coincidences that all seems to befall the Ambrosia's family when it comes to vehicles. Nice. The reason I bring that up is we are actually getting some snow flurries here in Minnesota today, so um, I am at least working from home, which is good. I'm not going to be out on the interstates, but, you know, it's been probably four and a half months since we've seen snow here, so people are going to forget how to drive and drive like 80-year-old grandparents all day, so I'm glad just to be at home today, but uh, hopefully it won't last. You guys aren't getting snow there in Wisconsin yet, though. Uh, I, th- I think Greg said it's supposed to snow this weekend, maybe today. It's not snowing right now. I Fuck this, man. I got to get out of here. I don't know what the hell I do here. This is the worst. It's going to suck for like seven months. I fucking hate winter. You know, you know our job yeah. is pretty much internet-based. I mean, we could pretty much do it from anywhere, right? Yeah, we should be like we should have like an office in you know Florida or Phoenix or Vegas or something. Vegas would be great. And we're out in Vegas twice a year anyways. Maybe we yeah, should have a, we, you we know, need a satellite Vegas office. Probably. That wouldn't be a good idea. We probably don't need to be out in Vegas every day. But, yeah, just somewhere else. I mean, this just sucks. It's going to suck. I don't want to talk about it. Speaking of suck, uh, the Dolphins last night did exactly that. Uh, give me give me your, give me your two-minute breakdown on what you saw last night. Well, it was awful. Let's start with the good things. First of all, Alex Collins looks fantastic. He's looked good for weeks. The problem is they literally were not using him in the passing game. He had right. no receptions at all. They never would use him. Last night they started to do it. It kind of makes you wonder, why the fuck did it take two months to get the guy who can make people miss in, in the open field, get him the ball in space so he can create it? It's whatever. He looked great. Yeah. He is legitimately on the RB2 landscape right now, especially next week when there's six teams on a bye and he'll have a good matchup against Tennessee. That was good to see. Even with Ryan Mallett, they're going to run it even more. 
with Flacco likely not playing. So Alex Collins, if he's sitting on your waiver wire, by all means, go get him. I've got him in the uh, in our auction league that Greg and I are in. I didn't start him, of course, but I've got him, so he's going to be locked right into a lineup for me next week. All right. we got to talk about Jay fucking it. <laughs> all right, here we go. We've got to. All right. <laughs> I have spent the better part of the last year trying to tell people who this fucking guy is. And it dawned on me last night, he's Chris Ivory. He is Ah. Chris fucking Ivory in the fact that he is the player, he's the running back, who NFL people and fantasy experts think is so much better than he really fucking is. I mean, we spent years with Chris fucking Ivory. Oh, my God, he's amazing. Look how hard he runs. Wait till he gets out of New Orleans, and he can be a starter. He's going to be fucking fabulous. No, he fucking wasn't, because he's Chris fucking Ivory. By the way, if you started Chris Ivory, and I did last week for Leonard Fournette, you were reminded why he's Chris fucking Ivory. All right, so moving on. Jay Ajayi. I have, I've written about this guy, I've tweeted about this guy, I've podcasted here, I've talked about it on the Serious Show, I begged people to see who he really is, and they didn't. They drafted him in the first round, they took him early second. The earliest you should have considered Jay Ajayi was the fourth round, and that's a reach there, because he is an RB3, people. He is a volume-based, TD-dependent RB3. Don't believe me? All right, let's throw some numbers at you. In his last 14 games, dating back to last season, he's been held under 65 yards rushing 11 times. Jesus That's Christ. nearly every fucking week he can't get <laughs> 60 yards rushing. And last night he couldn't even get 30. Two touchdowns in his last 14 games. Two fucking touchdowns. I tweeted this out the other day. There are six running backs in the NFL going into week eight who are averaging 20 carries or more per game. All of them, except one, had at least two touchdowns. One guy couldn't even get one touchdown, and I'll give you a fucking clue who it is. Uh, Ajayi. (laughs) It's Jay fucking Ajayi. In his last 16 games, he's only topped 80 yards rushing three fucking times. So here's the deal. He's touchdown dependent. He is all or nothing, right? He never has one of those 75-yard, you know, touchdown games where, ah, shit, it's not great. But you know what? He was fine. I'll move on. He either shits the bet all over you or he goes for 200 yards and everybody thinks he's the next coming of Barry Sanders and Earl Campbell. He isn't. Now, having said all that, there's a sliver of positive hope here for you people. Seven receptions in the last two games. That was unheard of going into last uh, week seven. If this continues, he does have an opportunity to be kind of a low-end RB2 guy who maybe gets you 10, 11 points a week, and you're like, all right, he's not killing me. I could live with that. He's going to need those receptions, though. Honestly, his night last night should have been a hell of a lot worse than it was, but he caught four balls, and that kind of, you know, you're not hating yourself that much, but it still was terrible because the matchup was so good. Um, but here's the thing. Nobody should have been drafting him as an RB1. I begged people not right. to see that. That's and where he was going, though. If, I mean, if people wanted him, they had to take him there because he was. that's where he was going. At. So the entire industry was wrong on this guy. And it, not the entire industry. Well, well I got you. Not but, the entire industry. Right. I'm sorry. Here's the thing, though. 
if you understand who he is, if you understand he's a touchdown-dependent, volume-based RB3, you're going to be far less frustrated with sure. him. You're still going to be frustrated because, for Christ's sake, he faced the worst run defense in the NFL last night and looked like pure garbage. Uh, but if you understand who he is, you will be far less frustrated because you're not going to be projecting 20 points. I tweeted out last night before the game, most running backs in that situation would get 20-plus carries a game against the worst run defense in the NFL. You'd put 20-plus points in the in the box for him, right? Yep. I said with the Jai, he's got hope he gets 10. Yeah. He couldn't even fucking get 10 last night. So yeah, but he... I, said, I said, you just prepare for hope for 10. Yeah. Right. He rips off a 21-yarder on the first carry. I think it was the first carry last yeah. night. And then the, on the next 12 carries, he averaged exactly 6 inches a carry. Yeah. Now, it's not all his fault. Their offensive line was bad, right? I, there's right. no question. I'm not saying it's all on him. But here's the other thing. He was running so tentatively. He was not hitting. He was not running with burst. He wasn't running with a purpose. Watch how Alex Collins was running against the league's sixth best run defense. He was running hard. He was running with assertiveness. He was making people miss. Ajayi did have one run, uh, I believe, in the third quarter where he, he had a, a hole. He, he got through. And it should have been about another 15, 20-yard run. Instead, he got tripped up because he doesn't make anybody miss. Yeah. If if you have a hole for a running back in the NFL, these guys can get 15, 20 yards. I could probably get 10 if you give me a good <laughs> hole, or at least five, a good five. I'll get a five. 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 <laughs> five. And uh, that's a great average. That's a, by the way, I'd walk off the field and retire. I, heck yeah, five. Jamal Charles average right there. Uh, all right. All right. Yeah, let's. Yeah, I, I think understand, we understand who he is. Yeah. If you understand who he is, the level of frustration will be much lower. And my frustration isn't so much with Ajayi because I get it; it still stinks. But my frustration is with all the people who just wouldn't listen to me, and I don't get them all right. Oh, God, God yeah. knows I don't get them all right. Right. I miss a lot, but I didn't miss that motherfucker. <laughs> I knew exactly who he was, and I've tried to tell you people for nearly a year now. Listen to me about All right, this. kudos to the savant. Ajayi, yeah, he is what he is. We know we know what he is moving forward. Uh, I think we expect Jake Cutler back next week after that performance yeah. by Moore, huh? No question. Yeah, and it's a great matchup. They play the Raiders next week. The Raiders' secondary is atrocious. So if they get Cutler back and Devontae Parker gets back, the offense should look a lot better. I, I mean, Parker sh- should tear up the Raiders. Landry should do well, too. Yeah, Matt Moore is just terrible. Yeah. He is. And Jay Cutler, I know, I know people don't want to say it, but he's their best fucking quarterback. Yeah. He just is. He's Jay Cutler, so he's going to do Jay Cutler things, but he's still their best quarterback. Gotcha. One other thing I want to talk about real quickly on that game last night. What do we do with Buck Allen? I mean, is he kind of gone? I mean, what, the impending return of Woodhead it may yeah. not be too far off. Well, that's, yeah, that that's, it is. I mean, week 12, I believe, is the first time he can play, and it does sound like he's trending in that direction. So if Danny Woodhead's been dropped in your league, right now is a really good time to pick him up because nobody's thinking about him. Um I, you hang in there with him. I don't yeah. think you can start. I mean, Alex Collins looks really fucking good. Yeah. So next week against Tennessee, unless I absolutely had no choice, I wouldn't be starting Buck Allen. I would be locking in Alex Collins because if he is going to get passing game work, that makes him really, really appealing. That's where Buck Allen was really living. Gotcha. All right. Uh, segue off of your, your uh, uh, 
a Jaya rant, if you will. I got a homemade question for you. Uh, pretty much a standard. It's a modified standard, but it's not PPR. So I was going to actually bench a Jaya last night. I chicken shit it out. I started him, got my one fucking point out of him, right? Um, I was going up against a guy that had Jarvis Landry, who also only got one point. And I had Tucker, so I actually have an 11-point lead. But now I'm stuck. Um, I was going to sit a Jaya and actually just use both Raiders running backs. I think that's going to be a, a higher-scoring game, and I just wanted to see if I could get lucky there. So now I'm stuck. Jaya's in my running back one of my running back spots. Zeke's my other starter, but now I need, I got a flex spot and a receiver spot, and I have no clue what to do, and I have so many guys on by, there's nobody left to pick up. I mean, I'm stuck between, so I need two of these guys, and only one can be a running back, all right? I got both Raiders running backs, uh, Austin Safarian Jenkins, Jermaine Curse, Robbie Anderson, or Ryan Grant. Who are your best two there? Keep in mind, it's not PPR. The first guy was Safarian Jenkins. Yeah, and the Raiders Safarian. running backs. And the rate, well... Yeah, see, the problem with the Raiders' backs is both of them have value. I know. It's going to be a legit time split. I mean, time split. That's why I was going to bench a Jaya and just use them both, and I fucked it up. Well, you had to start it. If you I can't know. start Jay and Jaya right, against I the know. worst run defense in the NFL, I mean, that'll cut his ass. I, I, so, you didn't. I wouldn't beat yourself up over that one. Um, man. <sighs> <laughs> I know. It's, it's, I don't feel good about any of them. I mean, it's probably Safarian yeah, Jenkins. Uh, I mean, I feel like he can score. Yeah, TV. it's hard. It's hard to roll against him. I'm a little. It's it's not a great matchup, but he's getting so many targets. He's catching passes. He's always a threat in the in the red zone. I think he has to go in. I mean, until he just shits the bet on you, you got to keep starting Safarian Jenkins. Um, I take one of the other rate of running. Yeah. flip a fucking All coin, right. man. I mean, honestly, that. here's the thing: DeAndre Washington scored the touchdown. Right? Well, after yep, Lynch yep, got hurt, he scores good. a touchdown. Jalen Richard's the guy in the passing game. But they threw to Washington a little bit, too. I mean, that is as pure a committee as you're going to see in the NFL this week. And both guys, I mean, I, I'm getting a ton of them. I honestly, I'm saying flip a coin. Gotcha. Heads, heads Washington, because, you know, he's America's first president. <laughs> gotcha. and, yeah. and tails for Richard. I, right. I think that's the way to do it. But right. I think Safarian Jenkins, I mean, you, you kind of have to. I mean, he's, he's just so targeted in that offense. And uh, I'd, I'd keep rolling with him. Sounds good. I'll flip a coin. I'll let you know how that goes uh, on Monday's show. All right, let's let's talk real quickly about the other Sunday games. I'm just gonna let's do quick fire here, rapid things. I think we touched. On, let's just do the Sunday games. We talked about Minnesota, Cleveland yesterday. Start your Vikings. I think we're fine there. Chicago, New Orleans. I think you fire up all your Saints. You fire up yep. uh, Jordan Howard. You playing Willie Sneed or no? Yes. Okay. All right, Atlanta. And- I, I, I need him. I need him in the leagues where I have him. Gotcha. So yes, I'm starting. Okay. Atlanta and the Jets. I, Atlanta opened as a touchdown favorite here, and now it's down to five points. Uh, they are on the road, you know, at the Jets. Am I? I don't. I feel like this should not be. I feel like this should be like maybe a pick'em game. What, what am I missing here? Why is Atlanta a five-point favorite in New York? Because they're defending NFC champs. Uh, that's why. I mean, honestly, that's why. They, they, I agree with you. It should be a much closer spread than it is, which is why the, it, it seems to be trending in that direction, right? Yeah. Everybody's throwing some money on the Jets to get in on that. Uh, as far as starting quickly, I mean, you start your key Falcons. You always do. I like Sanu again. Tevin Coleman worries me a little bit, but the Jets give up receptions to running backs, so I'd start him. For the Jets, I've professed my Week 8 love for Matt Forte, and, and I'm all in on him. Blau Powell solid. Uh, Josh McCown, why not? Yeah. And Marion Jenkins. All right, cool. Move on to Carolina, Tampa Bay. I mean, I think we, we start everyone there. You, you've... Uh, 
down out on your limb, major bull prediction, uh, Kelvin Benjamin. So, uh, guy, I have a question about there is Stewart. Can you start Jonathan Stewart this week? No. No, no he sucks. Okay. I, I, he looks so good week one. He's looked awful since. I've never seen a guy get so old in a week's time. But he got old in week two and hasn't gotten any younger. No. I, I'd start everybody on Carolina. I don't know. Ed Dixon, yeah, whatever. Um, the key guys. You're starting McCaffrey. You're starting Benjamin. You're starting Cam. And I do like Funches this week, too. Right. As far as uh, uh, Tampa, Winston, Evans, Doug Martin, Brait, O.J. Howard's not, I mean, he's, he, with six teams on a bye, he might have to, yeah. but I, I'd feel better about Brait. And D-Jacks, obviously. Obviously, okay. Uh, let's move on. We got uh, San Francisco and Philadelphia. Obviously, you're going to stack all your Eagles. I made uh, C.J. Beathard one of my bold predictions yesterday. I feel he's going to be a top ten quarterback because I feel they're going to be they're going to be chasing uh, chasing the Eagles all day. I think he'll make enough plays. Uh, anybody else on the 49ers you'd consider? Well, Garcon, obviously, Carlos Hyde. Uh, it's a tough matchup for Hyde. The Eagles' run defense is pretty good, but you know you're, you're probably starting him. Um, I was really interested in Marquise Goodwin this week. Yeah. And I want to watch the practice report because he's popped up with a back injury. Then he didn't practice yesterday. So I was really intrigued by him. I actually grabbed him in a couple of leagues. I was going to spot start him, but uh, that may go out the window. Otherwise, if he doesn't play, really nobody. Gotcha. All right, move on to Oakland and Buffalo. Obviously, you're going to go back to the well with Amari Cooper after last week. Um, on the Buffalo side, Shady and possibly Tyrod. Tyrod could be an okay play, but uh, you starting any other bills? Man, I know everybody's excited about Deontay Thompson. People are talking about Jordan Matthews a little bit. Um, it's a great matchup. Again, the Raiders secondary is terrible. Somebody in this passing game is going to do something. Okay. I just don't know if it's going to be Matthews or Thompson or possibly both. Um, but somebody's doing something there because the Raiders secondary is so bad. I just I couldn't start either of those guys with any confidence. They're dart throws, but if you need a dart throw, again, the matchup's really good. There you go. All right, Cincy and Indy, we, uh, Greg made bold predictions about the whole entire Cincinnati office. I think we're all on the same page there. You get your Bengals yep. in. Um, I think you got to play T.Y. Hilton, right? Yeah, you got to. I mean, it's not it's not a great matchup, but I, I, I'd be okay with him. Uh, Marlon Mack's not a bad reach. Um, I'm not high on Gore this week. Uh, Dante Moncrief, he just misses Andrew Luck badly. Yeah, totally. And I guess Jack Doyle. You, you start Jack Doyle every week. All right. Pretty much. New England and the Chargers over under 48 and a half. That seems low to me. For some reason, I feel this game's in New England. Um, you know, New England kind of got the, it looks like they got their defense figured out, but playing the Falcons no. last week, who knows for sure. So, I don't know. Obviously, you start all, I think you start all your Patriots. You start your Chargers that you normally start. Yep. Um, does that include Danny, Danny Amendola on the Patriots side, do you think? Uh, if he plays, sure. I mean, because the, the Chargers can be are good outside, but again, the, the Patriots move all their guys around, so it's not like, you know, Casey Hayward's locking down on anybody or anything like that. And So I'm, I'm fine with Amendola as, like, a number four if you need him. Gotcha. If he plays. Make sure he plays, yep. so keep an eye on that. All right, my favorite game on the slate, uh, Houston at Seattle. Seattle, five-and-a-half-point favorites. Give me your uh, two cents here. Wow, yeah, I mean, that's the best game uh, from a fantasy perspective because you got Deshaun Watson on the road, you yep. know, against the 12th man, so in the Legion of Boom. I'm still starting Deshaun Watson. you got the mobility. Yep. You can throw on Seattle. You can't. You just got to protect. Yep. If you can protect, <coughs> excuse me, you can throw on them a little bit. So I'm, I'm going to hang in there. You're starting DeAndre Hopkins, even though he's going to see a lot of Dick Sherman. He's DeAndre Hopkins. You're starting him. How about Fuller? Fuller, yeah, I mean, six teams are on a bye. Yep. You know, you, yep. you pretty much have to. Ryan Griffin, not a bad streamer at tight end this week. If you need a little help. 
I'm not crazy about Lamar Miller, but again, with six teams on a bye, he might not have a choice, but I try to avoid that one. For Seattle, it's Russell Wilson. It's a good matchup. Houston uh, secondary is bad. Uh, Baldwin looking good. Jimmy Graham looking good. Uh, the running backs, you're not starting any of those guys. All right. Well, uh, the last uh, the last late afternoon game, the only two with Houston and Seattle, and Dallas and Washington. Dallas a two-point favorite on the road with an over-under of 49. So this could be, a, it looks like, shaping up to be a fireworks-type game. I think you got to start all your Cowboys. What are we doing yep. with the Redskins? Uh, well, Kirk Cousins, you're starting, obviously. Yep. He's going to throw it. I, I don't start uh, Rob Kelly. Screw that. Chris Thompson, of course, you start every week. Uh, Jordan Reed looked really good. Last week, so you're starting him. Vernon Davis looked pretty good, so, you know, if you need some help, not a bad way to go. I'm telling you what, though. This is Josh Doxson's time. Okay. Here's why. They bumped up his snap count last Monday night, had 85% or so of the snaps. Didn't translate into a big night, only had five targets. But the Cowboys have given up five touchdowns to wide receivers on the right side of the field. Guess where Josh Doxson lines up? Right side. The right side of the fucking field, baby. <laughs> if you're giving him 85% of the snaps again and you start targeting him on that side where the Cowboys are super vulnerable in a game where you should expect the Redskins to have to throw it a ton, this could be the week for Josh Doxson. This could be the week where everybody's like, that's why they took him in the first round of the draft last year. All right, that, that game, yeah, shaping up to be a fun game. Those afternoon games are fun. Too bad there's only two of them going on. But uh, yeah. then we move on to the Sunday night game. we got Pittsburgh and Detroit. Now, yesterday, my bold prediction, Matty Stafford, four team passes. Coming out of the bye, and you, you actually gave me, we took an over-under bet at two and a half, yep. and you took the under. So let me, I know, I know Pittsburgh's de- uh, passing defense is very highly rated, but just let's, let's look at this just for a second. Here's who they face, All right. quarterbacks. Cleveland week one. They catch the Vikings in week two when uh, Keenum found out he's going to play about 10 minutes before the game. Then they got yep. the Bears, the Ravens, mm-hmm. uh, Blake Bortles in a row. So that's their first five. So then they play Alex Smith, who threw for 246. Uh, in a game where Le'Veon Bell went for 179 uh, on the ground. So Chiefs didn't have the ball and that game all that plan, much. And that game plan is going to change, you think? Uh, no, it doesn't, but I'm just saying. Okay, all right. I'm just, all right. Andy, Dalton had two, Andy Dalton had two TDs in the first half last week, and yep. then he then yep. they couldn't protect him. So, to and me. Then they stopped throwing A.J. Green. That yeah. was a real smart uh, I know. So, there's, there's, that's my, uh, that's my uh, bold prediction. Matty Stafford comes out. Off the bye in the in the uh, not the silver and what are they Ford Field now and they come out and uh, I think they catch Pittsburgh and uh, I think it's a I think it's going to be a fun game I think Pittsburgh obviously scores and you're right the Bell's going to get the going to be a Bell call <laughs> right so uh, hey good one. Yeah, good one yeah not bad right all right so give me your give me give me a predi- give me a prediction on the score there I mean I, I mean I know I you're starting think, the Steelers I, I do think the Lions can win this game uh, you never trust Ben on the road. Um, Obviously, they've got the, the Mark Davis Bryant thing that they're dealing with. Um, Darius Slay against Antonio Brown is going to be a lot of fun to watch, without a doubt. You just don't throw on Darius Slay, but obviously, you got to keep throwing on Antonio Brown. Here's the problem for the Lions Golden Tate has been practicing, but we're not sure if he's going to play. Kenny Galladay is back on the injury report, so he's almost certainly not going to play. And they're going to take Marvin Jones away because you don't throw deep on this defense. And Eric Ebron stinks. So you've got. If, if Tate doesn't play, I mean, Theo Riddick could catch about 100 balls in this game because he might be the only guy who's open. Uh, what about T.J. Jones? Like, what about T.J. Jones as a sleeper if Tate doesn't yeah, play? No? Yeah, stay, away, stay away from that stupid shit. I'm sorry. Yeah, crazy shit can happen. I might catch a touchdown on Sunday, but don't do not do that. I, God, that drives me crazy. 
crazy. Oh, let me go start the eighth string guy who might get bumped up to starters because the seven guys ahead of him are hurt. There's a reason why he's the eighth string guy. Okay, don't do that. Don't. Don't, I understand. Uh, so my prediction? Yeah. My prediction is going to be uh, sixteen to fourteen Detroit. Wow, that's not. Uh, you can't get four TD passes when you only score sixteen points. No, you can't. You can get one, <laughs> and that's what I will predict uh, for Matt Stafford. Last guy there. You, are you? Are you? Are you starting? Goals from okay. Are you starting uh, Ted Schuster's cousin JJ? JJ yes, Smith Schuster. I think yeah. If Bryant's out, you kind of have to. Again, the the matchup against the Lions secondary is away from Darius Slay. Yeah. So that'll be anybody not named Antonio Brown. Again, you're throwing to Antonio Brown because he is who he is. But the matchup is a plus for whoever isn't Antonio Brown in the Pittsburgh's passing game, and that's primarily going to be JJ JJ. Ted Schuster, whatever the hell, <laughs> Smith, Juju, Ted, JJ's, whatever. He, that guy. Yes, I'm starting him in a couple of leagues. All right, beautiful. There's uh, that's basically our weekend. Yeah, right, hey, now you're reminding me, real quick. Yeah. All right. So flex question. You ask me a question. I'm asking you a question. Right. Flex question for Greg and I in the FSTA league. PPR. Okay. This is PPR. Full PPR. PPR. Yep. Flex question. Who do you like of these three options? JJ, Ted Schuster, Juju Smith, Schuster, <laughs> Theo Riddick, or Tyler Croft? I'm going to roll Riddick out this week coming off the bye. They need to get him wow. more involved. I, I think they, uh, I think he needs to be more involved, and this is a game that they're going to need him. So especially, like you said, if, if Golden Tate's out, yeah, Riddick could catch a million balls. So I think you got to play play Theo, Theo there. He was. I love Theo. I'm a big Theo guy. He's the third guy on my list. Wow. I, All right. I, well, right now it's Croft and then J.J. Ted Schuster and then Theo. Yeah, you, you really like that Bengals match. I, I have a hard I time. Do. I have a hard time using a tight end like not like Gronk or Kelsey over a, a running back who could just put up monster numbers. Four I have touchdowns. Hard, in yeah, three I, games. I know, but like that's not going to happen every game either. So I don't know. I mean, it's a tough pick. It just I, has to happen one more game. Well, I got you. Yeah, that's right. I know. I'm. I don't know what I'm going to do. The good news is we've got time on that yeah, one, and if yeah, we don't, don't go Croft, we can wait till Sunday night and pick either Riddick or Ted Schuster. All right, real quick here, World Series Game 3 tonight. We got uh, McCullers oh. and Darvish. You going to watch that? Uh, yeah, I love baseball. I, I just found out this week they're, they're still, still playing. playing. I thought it was over in July because my season was over. But, yeah, I'll watch it. Sure, I've, I've enjoyed the series so far. Yeah, Houston a slight favorite. Actually, I think they win tonight and go up 2-1. to one, And I think uh, over the weekend they, they split. So I think it goes back to L.A. three Houston up 3-2. And uh, real quick, we, we have our daily game still going on. So, uh, you know, get out and do our daily drafts. That's at uh, daily.sportshubtech.com. SportsHubTech.com backslash lobby. Get in there. We got sit and goes. We got anything from five dollars up to a hundred dollars. Um, been filling a lot. A lot of we, we introduced the two team head to head last week. And those are just taking off. So get in there and try that out. And everybody enjoy the games this weekend. You got anything else? Uh, no, but absolutely play our uh, daily games week eight. We had great Thursday slates last yeah. night. Now of course we got the Sunday slates. Five dollars is all it costs. At the low end. You can play a little bit more if you want, but for five bucks, why don't you get a little more skin in the game, have some fun, win some prizes. That's the most important thing. You can win prizes, draft in what? 12 minutes, 10 minutes. The two tiers literally fun. take, I saw one yesterday, it was done in about three and a half minutes. It was that fast. Yeah, okay, <laughs> so you play a head to head matchup, you draft in under five minutes, and you have a little fun for yeah, one game. Absolutely. I, you can't beat it. So yeah, go, go over there and check it out and get into a contest. All right, make sure you get up and watch my Vikes at 8.30. I got to drive to Madison. I'll actually be listening to it on the radio. What are you doing there? Uh, I got my niece's, or my niece, my, my, actually my niece's son's birthday party. Oh. So going down to Madison for Sunday and Monday. All right. Good deal. Safe travels. We'll, uh, I'm sure we'll catch you over Twitter on the weekend, but other than that, we'll talk to you Monday. All right. Sounds good. Good luck, everybody, in week eight.
Let's win this game. Go Vikings, honor your name. Go get that first down, let's get 